plane looked like nothing I had seen in India, or anywhere for that matter. Like an ancient giant had dropped boulders the size of houses haphazardly across the open land. The bright sun scorched my face, and I closed my eyes. A hot breeze whipped my hair into a cyclone. I folded my hands into my lap and absentmindedly felt at the place on my left ring finger where my wedding band used to be. My thoughts turned toward Brian. What was he doing right now? Did he miss me? I was imagining him in southern India, stopped at a roadside stall drinking chai, when the windshield of our rickshaw, violently and without warning, exploded into thousands of jagged pieces. Shards of glass blew over our driver and toward Wendy and me in a powerful wave. My eyes snapped open. Outside of the rickshaw, the world paused, still and silent. Inside, my heart slammed against my chest, and the sudden rush of blood drummed in my ears. Had we been shot? It seemed like a ridiculous notion, yet something had shattered the windshield. I looked down at my body. It was covered in glass, but intact. What happened? I finally uttered. I looked up at our rickshaw driver, who still puttered down the road, wide-eyed and blinking, skinny rivulets of blood streaming down his arms. Stop driving! Wendy finally managed. She leaned forward to tap our driver on the shoulder. You need to pull over. We steered onto the side of the road, and our driver sat silently, unmoving, his hands still gripped tightly to the steering wheel. Tiny pieces of glass were stuck in his eyelashes like snowflakes. His arms were dripping blood. What happened? I said again. Did a rock hit the windshield? Were we shot? Our driver did not answer. Wendy and I climbed out of the rickshaw. We picked the glass from our clothing and out of the back seat. After a few moments, our rickshaw driver stood too and began to dust the glass from his body. Are you okay? He asked us. We nodded and I pointed to his arms. You're bleeding. Our driver looked down and wiped his bloody arms on his jeans. And for a second, I thought he might cry. This is not my rickshaw, he said. I just rent it. He shook his head in disbelief. Bad karma, he muttered more to himself than to us. Bad karma. We stood in silence on the side of the road staring at the rickshaw like we would a lame animal, and watched as our driver pulled the remaining jagged shards of glass from the windshield. The frantic beating of my heart began to slow. We are fine, I told myself. The windshield just broke because of the potholes. Our driver climbed back into the rickshaw, and Wendy and I followed his lead. What is your name? I asked him. He turned to look at me. Mahaj, he said. And what is your name? Kim, I smiled. Wendy, said Wendy. Mahaj raised his eyebrows in surprise. Wendy, so you are responsible for this. His eyes held the spark of a smile, and Wendy and I chuckled. Mahaj revved the engine to life and steered the rickshaw back onto the road. These things happen, he said, catching my eye in the rearview mirror. What to do? Many things happen in life. Still, we must be happy. Many hours later, I folded 700 rupees up in my hand, the day's fee for Mahaj's rickshaw services. Then I dug through my purse 
until my fingers found the yellow envelope I tucked into an interior pocket. Discreetly, I pulled some bills out of the envelope, and I folded them up too. It would be enough to fix Mahaj's windshield, and a little extra to turn his luck around. When I handed the money to Mahaj, he smiled and thanked me, putting it into his pocket without counting. Then he offered to drive us back to the boat dock. But evening had finally arrived, and the sun was retreating below the horizon. The small village cooled in its afterglow. It's a nice night, I told him. I think we'll walk. But thank you for the wonderful tour of Hampi. Wendy and I walked through the calm flush of evening, our feet crunching over the gravel in the streets. I thought of Mahaj and his life in India, of my life back in Oregon, and how it had led me out into the world. Earlier in the day, I told Mahaj that I was a writer. He told me that he dreamed of becoming a...